Brad Van and my buddy in uh, Boston, Mass., on the East Coast, and me here in Los Angeles, co-host this hour together. Brad, happy Friday. Brad, by the way, is uh, runs and is president, CEO, and founder of Bannon Communications Research. They're a polling message development and media firm, and they help labor unions, progressive issues groups, and Democratic candidates win public affairs and political campaigns. Hey, Brad, happy Friday. How are you, buddy? Hey, Leslie. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's Friday, right? I'm coming to I'm coming to D.C. next week, but I know you're in Beantown, so I won't get to see you. Oh, that's too bad. I hope it warms up for you by the time you get there. Oh, me too. Me too. Well, it's pretty uh, chilly in D.C., not just with weather, but with uh, fights between Republicans, right, especially in the Senate uh, against the House. All eyes are on the House now as this DHS shutdown looms. House Speaker John Boehner has been here before, wedged between his hard right flank and wedged between the Senate. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Who'll get blamed? Well, this is where we stand right now. Uh, The Senate has passed what they call a clean uh, appropriations bill for the Department of uh, Homeland Security, which means there are now no restrictions in the appropriations on uh, ending, uh, reversing the executive orders uh, that the president took a couple months ago uh, to uh, lessen deportations. So the Senate just said passed a clean funding bill, nothing restricting or reversing what the president did on immigration last year. The problem is the House. Uh, The House uh, Republicans don't want to they want to pass an appropriations bill uh, that does reverse the president's actions on immigration. And the problem is uh, that the Senate has passed one bill uh, with no restrictions, and the House hasn't passed any bill yet, but if they, but they want to pass a bill, at least the Speaker does, uh, that would reverse President Obama's actions. And, of course, uh, if they don't get their, um, you know, get themselves together uh, by midnight, uh, the Department of Homeland Security is not going to have money to pay its employees or do anything else for that matter. We're going to take a break. We'll be back and talk about the eyes on the D- on the uh, House as DHS shut down looming. Uh, now, Brad Bannon, my co-host every Friday here on the only true democracy and talk radio. Quick break. Back with Brad. And if you want to join us, 888-6-LESLIE. Weigh in on the conversation. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome or welcome back. Only true democracy in talk radio of for and by you, the people. And we want you to know that 15 minutes, just 15 minutes, folks, could save you 15% or more on car insurance at Geico.com. Welcome or welcome back. We welcome back Brad Bannon, my partner in crime, every second hour, every Friday here on the only true democracy in talk radio and we're talking about uh something that is uh you know really coming down again to the wire in the 11th hour and that is all eyes looking at the house specifically house speaker john boehner on this dhs shutdown looms now brad you know i ask you for predictions often i'm going to ask you again what's john boehner and the and the republican majority in the house going to do because you know they, they can puff their chest out and have as much bravado as they want but the reality is The polls show they're going to be blamed more than Democrats, more than the president. And this has been this way before, whether it's a fiscal cliff or a government shutdown like like we see here. One, two, they're also screwing themselves with the fastest growing population in the country, fastest voter population, which are the, you know, the Latinos, the Hispanics. And three, they may be even hurting themselves with, you know, someone their own party. When you have threats against not only the president, but, you know, Americans at the Mall of Americas, as an example, and other malls by El-Shabaab, 
and of course ISIS and three people just uh, arrested that were going to join them to come home and have some nice homegrown terror. Yeah, well, uh, my prediction is is that at 11:59 Eastern Standard Time tonight, uh, the uh, House is going to uh, the House and Senate will come to an agreement, and this is what I think is going to happen. Uh, Speaker Boehner has proposed what he considers a compromise, and under the compromise, uh, the House would pass a clean bill without restrictions on, on the president, uh, like the Senate did. Uh, the bad news was the House budget, uh, the, the House bill would give the pres- uh, give Department of Homeland Security only three weeks of funding, so he'd have to go back through this battle in three weeks, and that's what the Speaker is trying to do now. Yeah, believe, believe it or not, yes, um, the Speaker right now is trying to round up votes so the House can get behind this because there are a lot of Republicans who don't like it because they don't think because they want restrictions on the president and there are a lot of Democrats against it because they want a uh, full bill not just a three-week extension they're essentially kicking the ball down the road for three weeks which I don't think does anybody a lot of good Oh, absolutely. I agree with you. It is going to be an 11th hour. Um, he has, in, in a sense, part of it is because Boehner's having trouble getting enough votes um, to pass this, you know, mini three-week extension uh, for funding the Department of Homeland Security. That That's just not going to wash. No, and the problem is a lot of the members of the Teak Party Caucus said they won't uh, accept a clean bill with a three-month, a three-week extension. They want it's done now, and they're willing to shut down DHS uh, to get their way. And unless he brings on some of these Tea Party Caucus uh, members, uh, the DHS is going to run out of funding at midnight tonight. But I think they'll basically, I think Boehner will eventually force the House, his Tea Party uh, compatriots, to accept the three-week bill uh, and find just enough votes to get it uh, get it across. But, of course, that doesn't do anything. We're going to be arguing about the same thing for the next three weeks. The John McCain's, Bob Corker's, Lindsey Graham's, is it just those three that are in the corner that say, look, let the courts, let's have a clean bill, let the court decide regarding whether or not the president has overreached with this executive action um, or just have a separate bill. Um, are those three lone Republicans, are the majority of the Republicans, you know, urging Boehner to stand down, as I know some very, very conservative Republicans are? Well, yeah, actually, most of the Senate Republicans want Boehner to stand around, including the Senate Majority Leader. Uh, they just want to pass a clean bill and ha- take a separate vote on uh, the president's immigration actions. But uh, right now, the House Republican Caucus wants basically some kind of restrictions on the president before they pass a funding bill. And I should say that one of the interesting aspects of this politically is now you have the Republicans control both houses of Congress, the Senate and the House, and they can't even agree now, and and the party controls both houses of Congress. And and when we look at what's been done in the Senate, we can see that there's bipartisan support and politics can be put aside for an issue or with an issue like this. Um, It doesn't show a lack of leadership with John Boehner not being able to do the same in the House. Oh, I think it's very much a lack of 
leadership on the speaker's part. Uh, the reality is John Boehner is a very weak speaker, and he's a very weak speaker uh, because a large part of his caucus are conservative Tea Party Republicans or sympathize and, you know, don't won't follow the speaker's lead. Uh, and he's a very ineffective speaker. He can't control his own caucus, much less the Democrats. And, uh, and yeah, I think the, that's the lesson, that John Boehner is a very ineffective, weak speaker. I, I want to talk about what happens if you're wrong and if there isn't an 11th hour come to Jesus moment for John Boehner and the rest of the very right wing hardcore Republican, conser- hardcore conservative Republicans. Well, what's going to happen is uh, the uh, Secretary of, uh, the, of the Department of Homeland Security is going to send a message uh, to uh, all the employees, um, probably at about um, one minute past midnight if they don't compromise, and the message is going to say, the, the good news is you keep working. And most border, you know, security people, border control agents, uh, the screeners at the airports will keep working. So the good news is we get to work. You get to keep working. The bad news is we can't pay you for it <laughs> because we don't have the authorization from Congress to spend any money. So what will happen is uh, they'll eventually get paid, um, assuming Congress, uh, the House ever gets its act together. Uh, but, you know, essentially for, you know, until this thing gets resolved, uh, Homeland Security employees, including the people who guard our borders and our airports, are going to work without pay. And, uh, you know, the Secretary of Department of Homeland Security has said it's no way to run a railroad. You can't, especially the Border Control agents, they said you can't tell these people to put their lives on the line and then say, we're going to pay you, but it might be a while. So uh, good luck. Well, let's talk about John Boehner's future. And, I mean, honestly, this how he handles this could dictate the rest of his speakership, right? Talk to us about that. Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. That's the central problem here. You see, if Boehner uh, passed, the same bill the Senate did, a clean bill without any restrictions on the Senate. He'd be out of a job tomorrow. Uh, the Tea Party caucus would essentially dump him. So uh, that's the political pressure on him. If he, if a clean bill passes and his compromise bill does, uh, uh, instead of a compromise bill, uh, the, he, there's enough support in the Republican caucus to dump him. Um, and so here, I think John Boehner is in the same situation he's been ever since he's been Speaker. Boehner is a deal-maker. He's very pragmatic. You know, if it was up to him alone, he would cut he would he would pass the Senate the Senate bill, but the problem is if he does that and keeps DHS going, he's likely to lose his job as Speaker and be out in the street. We'll have to see uh, that. Uh, you know, some people would say the devil, uh, you know. Uh, so that we look at the Senate, um, it was a 68 to 31 uh, vote, definitely a bipartisan vote. Uh, this clean bill is what they voted on, as you mentioned. And, and what they did is they stripped uh, the provisions that were opposed by Democrats that would have blocked the president's recent executive orders on immigration. Uh, Brad, in your professional opinion, um, should the matter of the executive order on immigration be a separate piece of legislation or handled in the courts, as uh, Senators McCain, Graham, Corker, and some others have said? 
Well, it should be because you just can't shut down the Department of Homeland Security. I mean, it's a well, no, no, no. I under, I understand that. I agree. I agree. It should be a clean bill. But my question is, with regard to the uh, you know opposition to the president's executive orders, do you think that should be proposed in legislation or that the courts should take care of that? Uh, they could go either direction. Uh, and they really should ultimately pass a separate piece of legislation. If they want to restrict the president's activities, uh, actions on uh, immigration reform, they can simply uh, pass a bill. The problem is, of course, if Congress passes a bill restricting the president, uh, the president will veto the bill. The administration itself has admitted that short-term security impact, the you know, impact to short-term security will be minimal. Um, the, the concern is more the long-term uh, potential issues, and obviously we don't know what's going to happen when we, you know, we don't, we didn't know when we woke up in the morning, Charlie Hebdo. We don't know when we wake up in the morning, God forbid, that there's an attack on American soil. We, none of us knew we were going to wake up on 9-11 to what we woke up to. Uh, so the future is unclear with regard uh, to terrorism, although the FBI, the CIA, and Homeland Security uh, work together and uh, independently uh, to thwart these attacks. Uh, and although people would be, uh, you know, going to work, it, it prevents additional uh, security, secret service, and you have a threat against the president, additional border patrol agents, uh, because you don't have any funding or additional funding. And not saying these people don't care about the jobs they do, but there's extra stress added. And I think, you know, obviously they're human. Uh, less uh, motivation after a while if you're not getting a paycheck. Well, yeah, and the secretary has said it's impossible to run a railroad like this because essentially what's going to happen is the border security agents are going to keep working without pay, which shows how dedicated federal employees are despite the stereotypes. Uh, the screeners uh, are going to keep working, but everybody essentially, all the staff that runs the border security agency and the screen, uh, airport screening agency are going to not be working. So there will be no one to provide guidance for the uh, border guards who are still working. And the secretary says, I can't plan, I uh, can't put together a strategy for border security because I don't know if I'm going to have funding. If I do have funding, I don't know when. Uh, and it's no way to run a railroad. And essentially, uh, you know, about 15% uh, of, of the Department of Homeland Security staff, unless something happens, is not coming to work on Monday. Uh, and there's no way... No one in, left in Washington to direct uh, strategy for the border control agents or run, uh, you know, manage the airport screeners. They're essentially going to be on their own. So there are conservatives that still don't even want the three weeks, right? Because they feel that uh, they don't want the, the, the conservatives don't want the three weeks because they feel like Boehner's caving into Dems. Yeah, that's exactly what's happened, and that's why Boehner hasn't been able to round up enough votes for his bill, uh, because the Tea Party conservatives oppose it, and they don't want any extension at all without the limitations on the president. The irony of all this is that even if they pass the bill, um, the president's probably going to veto it. Uh, so uh, it's a mess, and the Republicans said things would be better if we controlled both houses of Congress. Now the two houses of Congress, each run by the Republicans, they're at each other's throats.